welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Howdy. Fletch with All Things Overlanding here. On today's episode, I am going to be talking about something that is very timely and pertinent for me. Um, I am actually in the process, my family and I are in the process of moving. We bought a new house, a little bit bigger, three-car garage, so more room to work on the truck, work on the car, um, store all of the crap that I've accumulated over the last you know, four years of overlanding. Um, so that's kind of what gave me the idea for this topic, was that as we're packing everything up and we're starting to get ready to move, um, I'm quickly realizing that I have accumulated way too much overlanding gear. Um, so... What I'm going to talk about in this episode is kind of, you know, how to avoid accumulating too much gear, how to be a little bit smarter in your selections, and uh, and kind of why and how we accumulate too much gear, right? So I want to get a little philosophical on this one and uh, and kind of talk with you guys about that. But hopefully the goal of this episode is that by the end of it, you can really think about, you know, what you need, why you need it, what you should get, what you shouldn't get, and how to save yourself some of the same hassles and, and sort of trials and tribulations I've had to go through with all of my gear, right? Um, so let's dive into it. All Things Overlanding is brought to you by Red Arc Power Management Solutions. Rugged Bound Supply Company, rooftop tents, awnings, roof racks, and more. Overland Addict, premium overland gear. Last U.S. Bag, Overlanding Bags and Equipment, Northology Overland, Trips, and a Monthly Overlanding Magazine. All of these companies are really amazing, so I highly recommend you click through the links in the description below to learn more about each of them. Alright guys, so as I mentioned on this episode, I'm going to be talking a little bit about why I've accumulated so much gear, how I've accumulated so much gear, how to avoid doing that thing, how to avoid accumulating so much gear, and if you have accumulated gear, kind of options for for how to thin down the herd, if you will. Um, So let's start with kind of how this all happened. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And as you can tell, I'm if you're watching on YouTube, I am in my home studio, aka my basement, with this one wooden wall. So, super fancy, I know. Um, but... There's no logo hanging on the wall. There's because we're packing everything up. Like I literally have, I I don't even know where half my stuff is right now Um, because we're starting to pack up. We're starting to get ready for this move. I hate moving by the way. It's just the worst. It's terrible. Um, So post up in the comments. Let me know if you guys think the same. If you like moving, I I don't think anybody does, but if you guys have any tips for moving or anything like that, I'd love to hear from you. Um, Let me know in the comments below, but we have again started to pack everything up and I have probably got if I had to guess, four or five big, like 60 or 80 quart Plano crates full of camping gear. My garage is full of camping gear. I've filled up several boxes in the garage just worth of like extra detritus, like extra crap that I've accumulated that I never use. I I didn't even know I had half of it. I've got like four different water containers, a five gallon, a three gallon, a seven gallon, a couple of like built-in filter Sawyer bottles, like 
all kinds of different things. They all serve different purposes, but they're all kind of redundant too. Um, I've got, you know, old school like metal folding fire like grills to put over a fire and grill hamburgers or steaks, that sort of thing. Um, I've got like five different types of fire pits. I've got my Wolf and Grizzly. I've got my Campfire Defender. I've got two Life 2 fire pits. I've got, I've just got all this stuff, right? And so again, the more that I've started to sort of pack up and think through this stuff, I'm just looking at this and I'm like, I'm thinking about a couple things. I'm thinking about one, how much money have I spent? How much money have I wasted over the last four years buying all this stuff that either is redundant or, you know, maybe one served one purpose and then I bought another one because I thought it would be better and then it was or wasn't and and kind of how I got to this point, right? And if you are newer to overlanding, again, hopefully this will help you kind of avoid that stuff. If you've been doing overlanding, you can probably relate. Post up your stories in the comments below. Let me know, you know, some stories that you guys have of all the stuff you've got or how many different fire pits you've got, that sort of thing. Um, but so I think what happened, if I had to, you know, venture a guess here, I think that what has happened is, you know, again, as you move through like totally new to overlanding, super excited, living on Amazon, you know, watching YouTube videos and sort of like seeing all this, this world open up in front of you, I've been very impulsive, right? So I've been buying things purely based on like a whim, like, oh, that would be so cool or, oh, that would make my fire pits, you know, so much better because of X, Y, Z, right? Um, so that is sort of tip one is don't buy gear on an impulse. Don't buy gear on a whim. Don't, you know, I do a lot of gear reviews and stuff. Even if you watch one of my videos and you're like, wow, that thing's really cool. I don't know how I would use it. I'm just going to go buy it because it's cool. I, I wouldn't recommend that, right? And that's not the, the purpose of my gear reviews is not to like try and like hype you up and get you to go buy a thing. It's more to just like present you with the features, the benefits, kind of my experience with it so that you can make a decision. However, before you even get to that point, before you start watching all these videos on YouTube, before you start thinking about overlanding gear that you think you need, um, what I would encourage, my tip would be, you know, write down a list. Think about your typical areas that you go to. Think about the type of vehicle that you have and, and what kind of space you have in that vehicle. If you have a trailer, think about that. What could go in the trailer versus what could go in your vehicle? Um, you know, think about all these things and start early. Start thinking about that stuff, you know, before you buy anything, before you go, you know, on your fourth, fifth, sixth trip and you're all excited, really think through the long term. Now, if you have not been on a trip and I've made this recommendation before, I'm going to keep this brief, go on a trip with just what you have first. Don't wait to go on that first trip for a month or two while you buy, 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 buy stuff on Amazon because almost all of it's going to be wrong. Almost all of it's going to be stuff you use once or twice and then you hate. And you kind of have to do that to learn from it to some degree. But again, if you can at least be thoughtful about your long-term setup, right? Like, are you going to be, are you pretty solid that you're going to be a tent camper or you're going to be a hammock camper or you're going to get a rooftop tent or you're going to have a trailer or, you know, are you going to sleep in the vehicle? There's a million different things you have to think about because that, those, just the sleep arrangements, right? Totally changes your whole setup. Like if you have a tent, you need a tent. You need some sort of a ground mat, some sort of ground tarp. You might need a cot. If you want to be a little more comfortable, if you have a cot, you might need like an inflatable mattress or like a, a memory foam mattress or something like that. If you really want to be comfortable, if you're a hammock camper, you don't need any of that stuff. You don't need a tent. You don't need a cot. You don't need a ground tarp, but you do need a tarp to go over you or you need to get a hammock system that includes some sort of a rain fly and, and or a bug net. Right. So like all those things, everything about your setup is going to change the gear that you need. 
Um, then once you kind of have come up with that plan, right? Once you've come up with that initial idea of what what your setup is going to be or what you want it to be, then you can start kind of shopping. Then you can start watching your YouTube videos. You can start learning about different types of gear. Um, I either have or will soon post a review of my new hammock system, sleeping system that I got. And I really love it because it's all in one. So I've done the tent thing, it hurts my back. I cannot sleep on the ground. I've done the cot thing, I like it, but there's so much crap between the tent, a cot, some sort of a pad to go on top of the cot, your pillow. There's just a ton of gear. You need a ton of space for that stuff. So that's why I bounced out of that and went back to hammock, which is kind of where I started. I finally gotten to a point where I have one hammock that has a built-in integrated bug net. It's got these nice aluminum poles that hold the bug net up off of you and give you a ton of room. And then it's got an integrated fly. So it's totally waterproof. I mean, I slept in a 40 mile per hour winds, like downpour, thunderstorm, lightning storm. And the next day, everybody at the, the overlanding event were like, dude, you deserve a badge for sleeping in that. And I was like, it was actually really nice. Like I didn't, I didn't get wet. I didn't get woken up except for the thunder a couple of times. Like... I was in the middle of the woods, so like I didn't really get moved around a lot by wind. It actually worked really, really well. Um, but it's taken me years to get to that point, right? But you need to think about what your setup is going to be, and then you need to really do your research on what gear you want to get. Now, you are always going to have some sort of like, you know, stuff that you're going to discard. You're going to have some stuff that you're going to get rid of, um, and that's okay. All that I'm trying to do, I'm not saying that you're going to be 100% perfect on your picks every single time, but what I'm trying to do is keep you from buying five, six, eight, ten different versions of a thing to get to the one that you need. Or again, in my case, I've had, I've slept in my truck, I've been a tent camper, I've been a pop-up tent camper, I've been a big tent camper, I've had a cot, I've slept on the ground, I've had a regular hammock, a hammock with just a bug net and a separate tarp that I had to set up, rainfly that I had to set up every time. Now my newest is the hammock with the integrated rainfly and bug net. You know, and all that stuff costs money. Even though I'm relatively cheap, I mean, I bought my first hammock for 30. Then I bought the one with the bug net for 40. Now this new one with all the stuff integrated is about 90 or 100 bucks. Um, but so add all those up, right? I mean, I'm 175. I could have bought an Eno, you know, whatever nest, uh, you know, like a really high quality name brand hammock system. Maybe I should have just bought that first and saved myself all the hassle, right? Same with tents. I've been through three or four different tents that I've used over the last few years and it's cost me a ton of money. So again, to kind of wrap this section up, think about your, your long-term goals. Think about everything from weather to, you know, terrain that you're going to have to traverse to your vehicle and the storage that you've got in it and kind of formulate a plan around what gear you need. And that's not just sleep systems, right? It could be fire pits. If you're in a, a place that has a lot of burn bands or that you have to be really careful with fire, you may need to think through your fire pit selection. Um, <clears throat> if it's water storage, if you're in a pretty dry place with not a lot of stuff around where you could get access to water, then you may need a bigger water storage container. If you're someplace where you don't need that, you might be able to take water bottles and maybe a small like three gallon jug, right? Um, so anyways, just really think through your setup before you start buying impulsively, which is really hard to do. I know start thinking through what your long-term setup is going to be, and then make your, do your research and make your decisions about what you want to buy. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds. And I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film. If only in theaters, May 17th, do you want to tell people the big news? 
right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, so next, talking about sort of how to monitor your gear, right? Like uh, it, for me, it has been a really big surprise. Like it snuck up on me. I, as we were packing up the house, that's when I realized, holy crap, I have probably got an entire large SUV worth of camping gear that I don't even use anymore. Um, so here's my recommendation, my tips for avoiding that sneaking up on you. Cause I think it's, it's easier to like waste money and, and buy gear that you don't need than we think because we just don't even, it doesn't even register in our brains. Like over time, right? That one piece goes away, then you get a new piece that goes away. I found things where like I bought a a lantern because I thought, oh, I don't have a lantern. And then later on, I found a box of two lanterns in another Plano crate that I never even opened. I just forgot about them, right? Um, I, one time I bought a, like a fuel, uh, a five gallon jerry can fuel pump sort of for it to be able to like easily pump the fuel up out of it. and into the truck and then I lost it it was it turns out it was in one of my Plano crates but then I bought another one because then I was like I know I bought one but I have no idea where it is so I bought another one well then guess what the next month then I found the old ones and I have two of those um so here's my tips on how to avoid that stuff right one come up with a designated place to store your stuff um I have some stuff in the basement I have some in the garage but it's up above the garage like on the storage rack so I don't really ever look at that stuff I keep stuff in my truck. I've got a drawer system. I've got special spots all over the truck where I keep certain things at. Um, But the problem with that is then it's really hard to sort of inventory. It's really hard to track and see exactly what you have. Um, So what I would say is what what I'm going to do, my plan in the new house is I'm going to have a designated spot in my basement. I'm going to have a couple shelves. I'm going to have it very well organized. I'm going to have my Plano crates labeled. So like one is like lighting solutions. One might be sleeping solutions. One might be water, you know, storage, things like that. I'm going to, I'm going to try and be really organized and keep everything in one place. And then before I buy anything, again, pulling back on the reins a little bit, right? I'm going to, if I want to buy, if I think, you know what? I need uh, some sort of a fancy water filtration system and, you know, with, Uh, like a pickup truck. Let's say you had a pickup truck instead of an SUV. Maybe you have more room in the bed. So you want to get like a 20 gallon tank or a 10 gallon tank or something like that so that you don't have to worry as much about water. Um, I'm going to go into my storage room. I'm going to look at all my gear. I'm going to pull out my water storage solutions and I'm going to inventory what I've got. And I'm going to see, you know, if, if I do this plan, if I go with this bigger water jug, do I need the old three gallon or the five gallon or the seven gallon? Maybe not. Maybe I can put those on Facebook Marketplace or eBay or something and I can sell those things to get rid of them, clear out the garage, right? Um, But what that's going to do is it's going to prevent me from stupidly buying a thing and then finding out like, oh yeah, I forgot two years ago I bought this other thing that serves the same purpose, right? Um, So that's kind of my advice on that is it's really, really easy to accumulate stuff if you don't keep track of it, if you don't have one designated storage place. So definitely find a way to get organized and keep it all in one spot. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. 
Find Reese's now at a store near you. All right, so then last, talking about how to kind of, let's say that you, it's already too late for you, right? You've already accumulated all this stuff like me, and you have just a ton of stuff, and you need to get rid of it. Um, what my advice there would be, and this is literally what I'm doing right now, and I'm being forced to do it because we're moving, and I don't want to have to move any more stuff then. I have to. Um, but what I am doing is I am taking, again, similar to the storage idea of getting everything in one place, I am literally laying it all out on my basement floor. And I'm organizing it by type of gear, right? Whether it's water storage, lights, whatever. Um, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to look through it and I'm going to, again, think about my long term, think about my plans for overlanding, think about what I really need. And then I'm going to get rid of the stuff that is redundant or the stuff that's old or if there's anything broken. I mean, I kind of keep everything. So like if something's gotten torn up or a little bit shredded, but it's not ruined and I've just been holding on to it, I may get rid of that. I may donate it to Goodwill. I may pop it up again. Facebook Marketplace is kind of my go-to right now because there are a lot of local area like groups that I can throw it into and I can get rid of stuff pretty quick and people can just come to the porch and pick it up and it disappears and I get a couple bucks. Um, so that's kind of my plan is to get, again, everything as I'm moving, bring it all together, organize it, get the extra stuff, get the redundant stuff out, get it listed up on Facebook Marketplace and get it sold, get rid of it. If I just absolutely can't get rid of something, again, Goodwill is a great option. You know, you're you're donating it. You could get a tax write-off if you have enough donations. Um, those are sort of the ways that I'm going to get rid of stuff. You could also donate them to people you know. If you have friends that are, you know, maybe wanting to get into overlanding or wanting to get into camping or need that kind of gear, then it's always nice to just, like, have someone else that you know take advantage of it and use those things that you bought, right? Um, so those are all great ways to kind of thin the, the herd a little bit from a gear standpoint, clear out your closets and get everything to a place where then you can do step two, right? You can organize it and keep it all in one place and have a really good idea of the gear that you've got. So that was today's episode. Again, if you're new, I hope that was helpful for you. If you have questions, post up in the comments below. If you're more experienced as an overlander, um, you know, I definitely love to hear from you guys too. If you guys have tips or, or tricks or things that you use to sort of consolidate your gear and to avoid buying stupid stuff or wasting money on purchases, I'd love to hear from you down there. But as always, thank you guys for watching. Thanks for listening. If you're on the podcast, um, check out the description below for tons and tons of helpful links. There'll be some of the stuff that I talked about product wise today. There are links to all my featured partners who are all awesome, smaller companies for the most part um, that make amazing gear and, and stuff like that. So you definitely want to check them out. Um, I've got links to Facebook, Instagram, the, the podcast if you're on YouTube, YouTube if you're on the podcast. Come and hang out in all those places wherever you'd like to. And then, of course, last but not least, I've got a Patreon page too. It's really small right now. We're just starting to kind of grow up. But the cool thing is it is like super dedicated overlanders that are above the sort of the bullshit, if you will, um, from the bigger groups that just want to kind of hang out and like ask questions and learn and, and not be judged. A lot of weekend warriors and do-it-yourself type people. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, I'd love to have you in that group as well. Go check that out. But again, thanks so much for watching. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys next week. Yeah.